the Google Triple C TV threat of Google TV, YouTube and YouTube TV are looking to capture an even bigger slice of the 200 billion plus US TV market. Listen on to find out how. This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media, and today is March 24th, 2022. Google is bringing its big guns to bear on the TV market, and I have three moves that happened in the last week that I want to talk about that show just how serious Google is getting about connected television. Uh, but before we get there, Endscreen Media is partly supported by its sponsors, and we've had some great ones in the past, including Gracenote, Verizon Media, Metrological, Panthera, and many others. If you'd like to become a sponsor and help keep the lights on here at Endscreen Media, send an email to sales at endscreenmedia.com. There are many benefits, including being acknowledged in the podcast and being able to run banners on the site. So if you're going to be at NAB and you want to tell people to come visit your booth, why don't you run a banner on the End Screen Media site? Uh, so become an End Screen Media sponsor. We'd love to have you. So the first move that Google has made is that it has removed the opportunity to buy movies and TV shows through Google Play. And at first, this is a bit of a head scratcher. And the reason is simple. Google Play Store is actually very is a very successful movie and TV outlet. Uh, looking at TiVo's video trends report from last year, it found that Amazon Prime Video was the leading store with 65% saying that they had made a purchase in, in that store. Uh, YouTube Movies and Shows was number two, but far back with 30%. And Google Play Movies and TV was third with 27%. So jointly with YouTube and Google, Google has a 57% share, very, very close to Amazon Prime Videos. So why would you jeopardize a 27% share of a market by pushing people to instead purchase in Google TV? And that's indeed what they're saying doing. They're removing this functionality from Google Play and telling people to go and purchase in Google TV. Well, I think this makes a lot of sense. The first thing is that people probably make most of their TV purchases and movie purchases on television anyway. If you're using Google TV, it already fulfills those requests through a through Google TV directly. As well, you ha you still have pretty good coverage on mobile because Google TV app is available on all mobile devices. You can buy through that app if you want to. You can watch any movie that you purchase through your TV on the app on your mobile if you want to. So they have pretty good coverage there. Uh, the biggest challenge is just getting people to get used to going into Google TV on mobile if that's what they want to do to purchase uh, getting them to go in there. But I don't think this is going to be a big deal. I think most of the purchases are being made through television anyway. And there's other evidence that this is true. Remember, Apple removed movies and TV from iTunes many years ago and asked people to go to Apple, the Apple TV app to make those purchases. So I think that that's what's going on here. I think Google is just consolidating around Google TV and YouTube movies as the primary way that they want people to purchase. Oh, and by the way, speak mentioning Apple, 
There was some speculation this week that this move by Google, the removal of the purchase of movies and TV through play, was in somehow related to the fact that Apple started to block purchases of movies, TVs, uh, SVOD services, etc. through the Apple TV app when it runs on a Google TV or Android TV device. Uh, so uh, that that was uh, much publicized this week as well. But I've got to tell you, I don't think these two are related. I think the motivation for Google is pretty simple. It, all, it has three stores. It's consolidating down to two stores. And frankly, if you're using a Google TV device now, um, then then you're probably going to be using the Google Store to make your purchases. The second move that was made this week by Google was actually made by YouTube. Uh, YouTube has added 4,000 TV episodes and 1,500 movies to YouTube, to the YouTube platform. They're all going to be free, available with ads. And they've got some pretty big names. TV shows like Hell's Kitchen, Andromeda and Heartland are included, as well as movies from Disney, Warner Brothers and Paramount, including Legally Blonde, Runaway Bride and Gone in 60 Seconds. Uh, So there's going to be really a bunch of stuff. Apparently, Google will be curating these. They won't all be available at once, but it will be curating these to be available for a certain period of time, rotating them in and out. Some of them will even be available in 1080p HD with 5.1 surround. So if you want the full movie experience, you should be able to get it through these three movies through YouTube. And again, I think this is a very smart play by Google. First of all, in December, according to Nielsen, YouTube reached more than 135 million people on connected TVs in the US. So that's uh, that's not half the population. The population of the US is about 270 million. But it's, it's a good proportion of the population now are watching YouTube on connected TV. And the motivation behind YouTube with this premium TV and movie content is to grow youth use on television. It's the number one device for revenue growth, I think, for YouTube these days. And one of the simple reasons for that is you just get much longer viewing times and longer viewing times equate to higher advertising revenue. According to Conviva, in Q4 2021, 83% of premium streaming time in North America was on television. Only 12% was on mobile devices, uh, of which most of that was on smart uh, smartphones rather than tablets, and just 5% on PC. So a heck of a lot of viewing is done on CTV these days. And a heck of a lot of YouTube viewing is done on CTV. So providing new great regular TV content through YouTube is a good move if you want to grow revenue as quickly as possible. And I tell you, the folks at YouTube are surely watching the success of platforms like Pluto TV, Tubi, Samsung TV Plus, LG Channels. Zumo and all of the rest. There are many, many uh, AVOD and uh, fast services that are doing extremely well with consumers. With YouTube's universal reach and deep penetration in CTV, providing this content is just a great move. And the biggest challenge that they face 
It's just letting people know the content is there. And I have a suggestion for how they can do that. One of the things that YouTube doesn't do is it doesn't provide virtual linear channels. And given the success that we're seeing with Pluto TV and with Zumo and with Samsung TV Plus with virtual linear channels, it just seems like a natural. So, hey, you guys at YouTube, why don't you take some of that great TV content you have and program it in virtual linear channels? It'll help drive viewing time and attract new viewers. Now, the third move that YouTube is making with its other third leg of its TV stool is with YouTube TV. The virtual MVPD space is getting much more competitive these days. Uh, And one of the market leaders, which is YouTube TV, at least uh, we think it's a market leader. I'll get to that in just a second. It's really beginning to feel the heat. Why is it feeling the heat? Well, Competitors like Hulu Live are adding similar features. Hulu Live has just added unlimited DVR storage to its basic package. You had to pay extra for that before, but it's added it to its basic package now. And that matches the YouTube TV unlimited DVR feature, which has been a key differentiator for it since its launch. So it is getting more competitive. The other thing is that growth is slowing in the virtual MVPD, but not for everybody. For example, Fubo TV, which now has 1.1 million subscribers, basically doubled subscribers in the US in 2021, which was really stellar performance. Did YouTube TV grow that much? Well, as I said at the, at the beginning of this section, we're really not sure. The last time YouTube TV said how many subscribers it had was over a year ago, and it said it had 3 million. I've seen analysts suggest it has 4 million, but I've no idea how they're coming up with those numbers. So it is definitely feeling the heat from its competition these days. But the truth is it's not standing still. It is continuing to enhance its interface. Right now it's testing a new live guide with some subscribers. Um, The live guide has enhanced data, metadata, so there's lots more information about what you can watch. It's including check marks on shows showing which are in your DVR's unlimited DVR library. And it has added picture-in-picture preview for highlighted shows. So as you scroll through the guide, you'll get a picture-in-picture of the shows that you're currently highlighted. And apparently, according to Neil Mohan, who is Chief Product Officer of YouTube, there's a lot more to come. He said, I'm delighted to share that this year we'll launch a redesign that will further streamline the user interface, including updates to library and live, which will give you our viewers more control over how they organize and watch their favorite content with an even smoother experience. So Google's clearly committed to continuing to grow YouTube TV as an alternative to traditional pay TV and continue to grab some of those subscribers as they cancel their cable subscriptions and go online. So Google really has become a triple TV threat. It's aligning all its video guns on connected TV to grow its share. Uh, YouTube, YouTube TV and Google TV are all making changes and pushing hard to build share in their individual markets. Uh, And I've got to tell you, when it comes to bringing it all together, 
if you are a YouTube user, a YouTube TV user, then the experience through Google TV is a very compelling proposition. They're all integrated in very nicely. And I guess that's exactly what you would expect, right? But I've got to tell you, they are not alone. Um, Amazon just purchased MGM, as you probably already know, and will bring that content into Prime Video, Prime, the Prime Movie Store, and IMDb TV, T, TV somehow. Roku is heading down the same track too. Now, if you need a reminder of why there's so much activity and why these big companies are working so hard to gain a slice of the CTV market, Remember, the TV industry in the U.S. alone is worth north of $200 billion a year. Making sure as much of that revenue flows through your properties as possible is just a huge opportunity and one that Google cannot afford to miss. This has been Colin Dixon with Endscreen Media. I'll see you again next time. This podcast is a production of Endscreen Media, all rights reserved.